0: One of the things about me, I, I try my best to stay in my lane. But I would be remiss if I didn't speak briefly on on my thoughts of the Supreme Court of the United States potentially overturning Roe v.ersus Wade. Really, being one of the landmark, if that were to happen, would be would be one of the landmark, if not the biggest judicial. Decision of, of of my generation and lifetime, you know, up there with the Patriot Act, things that completely changed society. And and I generally subscribe to the theory as a man. It's just not really my place. I have a right to have an opinion. I don't. I don't. People people say that if you're a man, you can't have an opinion on it. I don't. I don't believe in that. That's foolishness. I have a right to have my own opinion. But I think that. Men who are wise and progressive understand that this is a topic that women are obviously going to have stronger opinions on, and I don't, I don't think it's really from from the court of public opinion. I don't think that this is a, a topic for men to drive. I don't think it's a topic for me to be the driver on. Now. There are men on the Supreme Court and there are men in the legal system. And once again, that's the other extreme, that it should just be a panel of 25 women that that make that call. And I don't don't believe that either. That's not consistent with the judicial system in the United States. I think that you appoint, judges are appointed, judges are voted in, and you have all the way to the Supreme Court, which is a lifetime appointment. And in a perfect world, you have a, you have a good balance between conservative, liberal men, women. It's not just a bunch of middle-aged Caucasian men. And I feel like we're moving in the right direction on appointments. And even at the lower level, you have, you have more circuit court judges and, and everything that funnels all the way up to the SCOTUS. You want to have more diversity and inclusion. And we need that in the United States of America. United States of America, whether you like it or not, there are more women in the country, and it's becoming more more black and brown, really more brown. But, of course, I have my own personal opinions on, on Roe versus Wade, and I'm not really going to, to, to pontificate on that. I, I think that I understand conceptually people that have traditional Judeo-Christian beliefs and think abortion is wrong. and I also understand that women feel that it's it's their right to make a choice and that their bodies should not be dictated to or, or or decisions on on them should not be made in courts, specifically by men. I understand both sides of the coin, and although I have my own personal beliefs. And and I get that that there's it's not just as black and white. There there's some states that are that are stating that uh regardless of what the Supreme Court does, there they will they would continue to to keep abortion legal, but there's some states that are more conservative. They've been wanting to get Roe v. Wade overturned for many, many years. And even abortion itself, in my opinion, now this is my opinion, it's not as black and white. There's a difference in and, and I want to be careful with what I say because, A, I don't want to lose my sponsors. But, B, I don't, I don't want to be a part of the problem. I mean, I want to have – I'm trying to stimulate a mature dialogue on the topic. And this isn't some fiery rant based on my opinion one way or another. I'm not judging you. I'm not telling you what's right or wrong. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm not telling you if you disagree with someone that you're a sexist or an awful person or a short-sighted. That's not really what, what I'm seeking to accomplish here. But it, there is a difference conceptually between someone that that chooses um, to manage their body how they want to manage their body just based on their own personal preference and then someone that has been a victim of of an assault or a crime or or you have a, a fetus that, that is not going to survive, is going to have complications, is going to be a special needs child. And then I also agree conceptually. There are a lot of people that are anti-abortion, but once the baby comes to this world, they don't give a bleep what happens to the baby. And I'm high, I'm going to speak on that. I'm high into social determinants of health programs, food programs, Medicare, Medicaid, needs of elderly, needs of poor. I've been heavily involved in CHIP programs, heavily involved with WIC, and, and programs that that are used to support toddlers and young children. And and sometimes they're there at times, people can rip, they get on the evangelical, the, the Christians and say, well, Hey, you're anti-abortion because it's inconsistent with your biblical beliefs. However, what happens when the kid is born? Do you feel any obligation or or Christian as as a Christian, do you feel obligated based on your relationship with Christ to help people if they are born into families that that are impoverished and don't have the opportunities to to have basic needs. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about when a kid turns 16 to get him a Honda Civic. I'm not talking about going to elite Schools and universities. I'm talking about water and food and clothing and shelter and basic education and electricity and soap and dental care and healthcare stuff like that. There are some people that are anti-abortion, but do not show the same level of uh, concern about the well-being of actual living humans, and that's a that's a legitimate point. To make whether you like that or not whether that offends you or not it's a legitimate point it's something to at least consider and look at but i think because like i said i don't want to get myself in trouble and i'm not going to go on in, on, a, on a, i'm not going to get on a, a morale morality soapbox. hey i'm not in any position to do that that's way above my pay grade that's between you and your personal beliefs and and whatever god you worship it's none of my business and it's not my place in my opinion to dictate what a, what anybody should do. That's up to the courts. That's up to the legal system. That's not up to Lance J. But I will say this, elections have consequences. And that's kind of where my focus is. If you are someone that's either on one side or another, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying if you're on the liberal perspective, that it's a, it's my body, my choice, or you're on the conservative, that this is something that's evil and awful. We could have this conversation without people hurling insults at one another. And besmirching each other's reputation. Elections have consequences. If you're a conservative, then, then you want to really go hard. You don't want to let Biden get in the White House. And I'm not talking about this foolishness about stop the steal and, and the lies. You got to get out and vote because because being able to appoint two or three Supreme court judges, president Trump made a significant advancement or, or de evolution, depending on your perspective in, in the Supreme court. Biden just appointed the first African American woman to the Supreme court. And so if Biden is in for, for another six years, which I don't see happening but if Biden is in for another six years or, or Kamala Harris is in for four years which I also don't see happening then you have an opportunity to flip that court if you're unhappy with the potential overturn of Roe versus Wade then you want to get out and vote that's that's where the president vote matters I've always been a person that says the president vote is more for television and all that stuff really your local congressperson has more impact on your life the, the mayor, the alderman, the circuit, the circuit court judge, that if you get hemmed up, if you get caught with a with a couple of ounces of of the sticky icky, you're not going all the way up to the Supreme Court. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be the local legislative and judicial body that either is going to give you an opportunity to 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 make penance for for your transgressions or they're gonna run wild on you. And you're gonna end up you're gonna end up in jail wearing a football jersey number. But in this particular case, the president and in, in these elections they they really matter. I'm I'm just saying to get out and vote and stump for your cause. Whatever that cause is because I see I see people that are very upset at the concept of 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 way being overturned and I factually know because I talk to these people I know that they don't vote and they don't they don't care. They think that voting is stupid. And is my body my choice, which which I generally agree with that conceptually. Like I said, I see I see both sides of the coin. I understand how both schools of thought exist and need to coexist. But you gotta you gotta vote for 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 the people that that put the butts in the seats that are gonna support your causes. If you don't vote for that, then you put your life in the hands of somebody else that may not share or support. Your views. I think that's a missing element in this conversation. Uh, you've got to go out. You've got, if you have candidates that, that really support whatever your cause is, then you got to go hard for those candidates. you got midterm elections coming up this year. And, and I hope that people take that into account, that the elections matter. The people that get in office matter. Short term, long term, they matter because these are the people that you've selected to support you you're their constituents, you're their base. You've got to go hard for your candidates if you want the quote-unquote freedoms or want to be able to take things off the books that aren't consistent with your beliefs wherever you're trying to go. You've got to be more than just a passive individual on 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 this on this train ride. You got to get out there, you you've got to get your your people rallied up. Because overall, these elections have significant consequences. And, and when you when you have the ability to appoint people to the Supreme Court, you're, you're shaping the legal system of the United States for many, 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 many years to come. got to get out and vote. You've got to make your voice heard. Everybody listening to the show, you have a voice. Make your voice heard before somebody tinkers with the law that you do not like and then you're upset. Don't be reactive. Be proactive. Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. you sweet soul, brother. Joining us on the Last Day Radio Network tonight, the one and only Pete Rock, the Chocolate Boy Wonder. My favorite Pete Rock remix is the Jump Around remix Jump around. and the Public Enemy, the public I Shut, shut him down. down. Who do you well, rock with that's some of the young bulls that's out in the industry today? Well, I definitely say the Hope the Click and then I'll say the PDE Click. You know, um, you know that's the... You know, J. Cole. Um, I, s- I, I love you to Def Pete Rock. I love you to no Def Pete Rock. And me and Pete Rock supposed to do something as well. Dope. No doubt, bro. Dope. Let's get it, Pop. He's a sweet soul, brother. 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 When I'm not doing the HealthCast, I consult for many startups and ACOs who are new to the healthcare business. Episource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with an experienced risk adjustment team that cares about results and building partnerships. With the largest health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, Episource aims to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, the highest coding accuracy, and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration. James Lewis. And, And shout out to everywhere where I can go and get a good oxtail with extra gravy. Some of the spots here in Nashville, man, they want to—they want to give you the guy was like, "Me know, we we can't give you extra gravy." Like, yo, man, I'm I'm willing to pay for it. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. What's oxtail and rice and peas if you don't have any extra gravy? What are What are we doing here? What's the point? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.